Hello, this is Jeff Hardy, the Charismatic Enigma, and if you haven't checked out Ringside Podcast, you're missing out. Check it out ASAP. You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Sitting at Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling, news, interviews, and opinions. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. With Daniel Spencer, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, Jeremy Wallman. I'm the best in the world at what I do. And Justin Kruger. Your arms are just too short to box with God. And now let's ring the bell and start the show. Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer, and today we have another special edition of the show. We are joined uh, once again by Clint Carroll. Clint, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. So, uh, uh, Clint was on the show last week. Got a lot of good reviews. Clint thought to have him on because this experience is about the whole city of New Orleans, and we had to bring in a local professional wrestler here in the Louisville area, Southern Indiana area as well. But, you know, he was in down in, down in New Orleans, and we want to get his opinion because he, he did something a little different than me and Clint, although maybe one night about the same. But for the most part, he, his experience was a little different than ours. So it's J-Mo, Jesse Morris. J-Mo, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem, man. It's uh, great to have you on. And um, where our connection comes in at is that um, uh, RVW show, benefit show we did, and I refereed. And I got to say, man, for me being this green, uh, J-Mo taught me everything I, I know as a referee now if i say that if jeremy was here he would say he's the one to blame but really not you're the one that actually made me look good out there so well, i appreciate, appreciate that. that yeah it's it's always important to have a good ref and the ref knowing what they're doing that way it helps the match progress along yeah absolutely and i and, and it's funny we were just talking off the air that i you know when i watch matches now I watch especially tag team matches i watch the ref and i'm going oh yeah i know what he's doing now i know i know how i'm paying attention to those little things where i never really caught those before so it's kind of cool uh, to know a little bit there, and uh, hopefully I'll referee more matches in the future. We'll we'll you know we'll tackle that another time. But so um, guys, we have a lot. You know, WrestleMania happened. We've talked about it before. JMO, I, we we don't really we haven't heard, obviously heard your opinion on it because you're the first time guest on the show. So um, what did you think of the show overall? We'll get to New Orleans, the whole experience, but just WrestleMania itself. How did you how did you like WrestleMania? Uh, to me, it was it was unbelievable. Uh, I think anyone should uh, take the opportunity to go to WrestleMania and experience it. Uh, even being a worker uh, myself, you know, and wrestling for fifteen years, um, it was definitely an experience that I really enjoyed. This is your first two as well, right? Absolutely, it was my first WrestleMania. Yeah, so there was there was a lot of firsts at this one. So I think there was a lot of virgins uh, at this <laughs> WrestleMania that got their cherry pop. No, you know, sorry, uh, this is uh, this is a PG thirteen or R show, <laughs> so we can say that stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it really was just a neat overall. I mean, WB itself, the machine, oil machine, they are. They just do an amazing show. Um, even from a house show perspective, it's like wow compared to any other show. But but to see a, um, the 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 event like WrestleMania, this big huge spectacular event, their Super Bowl, it just shows you they're why wow, they're the, the best. They're, oh, absolutely! You know. The production level is just amazing. It's unbelievable. Like you, you can't even put it into words. The experience, just being there, and the goosebumps. Yeah, and that, and it, it, even like I said, even being a wrestler myself, it's still that experience is just unbelievable to get it's to feel. On another level, you don't. There's nothing you can really compare it to at all. Yeah. Now, did you um, did, you said and we uh, we set probably in the lower lower risers. You were up a little higher, right? We were. We were actually uh, in the 600 level, which you know, if they didn't put a roof on the building, we'd have still been going up. But okay. yeah, I mean, we were up in the the top, but we were dead center. Okay. So we had a perfect view of the stage, perfect view of the ring. Perfect view of the okay. ramp. So now, yeah, we had we had. Great was you view. on camera side or opposite camera side? Opposite of camera so side. So you were on the same side we were, just mm-hmm. up above us. Okay. Uh-huh. So were you able to see, hear everything very well? 
where you um, were? As far as here, no. I mean, that far up in the air, you know, I couldn't really hear what was going on ringside. They did have the ring mic'd, so you could hear the bumps and stuff. Okay. But outside of that, no. I thought it was mic'd very loud. It was actually, it, to me. Hear. It seemed to be like, even even raw the next night. It I feel the like the way. it was. It seemed to be extra yeah, loud. It seemed like it was extra loud than any other time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, mean, I guess that's kind of the whole point. They want to bring it on tv but i don't remember uh, the last few shows i've been to i've always been a lot closer and, and i guess you it's loud but you're there you're right there but i've never yeah. been that far back to really experience but it seemed to be mic'd up really well um and i could hear could you hear any of the chops or anything were you able to catch that too? no yeah you couldn't really hear much of the actual action going on in the ring okay um and even some of the the matches and stuff we ended up watching on the screen because mm-hmm. you know the screens are huge all over right, the place. Right. Um, but you know, outside of that aspect of it, I mean, everything else was great. How was the entrances though? Were they were they really like from that view? Were they were they, did they come across very well? Like yeah, you know? it's funny though because like um, because the arena there in New Orleans is so huge, um, the sound barrier is kind of different. So I think the lower level was chanting. You know, for instance, when Daniel Bryant came out, we were doing the yes chant. I think the lower level was doing the yes chant, but I don't think our timing was together because right. like we were hearing you guys and. We'd start with you all, and then it would just end up, it was just always off. But I think it was just a reflection of the sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Well, I noticed that chants and stuff were the same way. Like, we would say something or whatever, and we would, and I would notice that it wouldn't be the quite the uh, – this, it would be off a little bit, even mm-hmm. down low, even like that. And some, like you would hear a section over here do something on the on the right side, and you would try to go along, and all of a sudden the left is. Oh, wait a minute, what's the left saying? Okay, <laughs> and so you have to pick what what, what it was. But uh, especially during like you know the AJ Nakamura match, because you're you have fans of both, which that match pretty much was like that. I mean, everybody like pretty much everybody liked them both. There yeah, may be somebody 50. that may like one more than the other, but it wasn't like they hated the other. It was just, I, I like Nakamura better than AJ. Or I like AJ better than Nakamura. It was never a, I can't stand that guy kind of, that was an interesting match, which maybe now they have a different opinion of it, how yes. the way it ended, but, uh, which is kind of great. I'm kind of excited about this path for Nakamura, but, um, but the Roman Reigns, how did you, how did the main event come across to you all though? In that section, because where we were, I was getting pissed off because everyone was wanting to pull beach balls and didn't want to care and was booing the match. And I'm trying to watch a match because right. it looked, it actually looked like a good match. Right. I mean, it was definitely a hard hitting match, and I kind of enjoy those type matches. And, and I'm actually a fan of Roman Reigns. I, I'm, I am too. I don't understand the hate. I don't like that the Superman. Has. I don't like yeah. the Superman punch. Yeah, I, think I, that's I, I don't like thing. the Superman punch, no, but no. I do like Reigns. He's worked his ass off to get to where he is, um, and so I enjoy watching him work. I think. I'm not sure if it was the best idea to have it main event, right. just because no. of the the crowd reaction. Um, but outside of that, I mean, I I thought the match went over well. I mean, it, I think it was timed well. I think it was everything all the way up to the finish, the way they went home. I th- I thought it was a good match. And I even thought that uh, you know the, having Brock go over was the better choice at the time because it would have really been a complete boovation, a standing boovation, or whatever whatever uh, Jerry mm-hmm. Lawler says. Um, but it it would have it would have been nuts. People would have really been pissed off. So I think you know him winning made more sense. And of course, we know that Brock's new contract and all that stuff. So it kind of all may, really makes sense now. But I um, just everyone was definitely expecting. I think Reigns to win, and they just did not care, did not want to watch. Yeah, they were already made. A, they made their mind up. Well before the match but but started. but that just pisses me off. It's like, dude, you're at WrestleMania. This is the main event. Who cares if you don't like it? You're right, at true. the main. This is the main event. Watch it, and then talk about it later. You're not gonna. I mean, at, at, at seventy eight thousand people, you're not gonna please all no, seventy eight thousand. You're never gonna please right. everybody, regardless but, what it is. But you're you could you could have if the fans just just enjoyed the match and watched the match for what it was. I think the they would have got a better reaction with with Brock winning than they would have if. You know they were paying attention because by the time they, it was over, they were like, "Whoa, oh, it's over!" They were clapping because yeah, it was over. Before I think, you realize, were, you know, I think it went <clears throat> fifteen minutes and something. It was, yeah, it was, it was, but it was about what you wanted for the yeah, main event. That's all. I mean, for those two, if you get that much out of it, it's you're doing good. Yeah, and of course, I mean, the last time they wrestled, you had Seth Rollins come in and save the day yeah. or cash in, and that would have been awesome to have something like that again, which. Um, you know, they obviously couldn't do that because they wasted it with Baron Corbin, which I, I wouldn't have wanted Baron Corbin to come in, but it would have been cool to see that live in person, the cash in right. would have been nice, you know. Um, but, um, you know, I, what was your overall um, favorite match of the night or best match you thought? 
I've I've really thought the best match to me was Charlotte and Oscar. Okay, <laughs> I really enjoyed that match. Um, I honestly thought Oscar was going to win. <laughs> I did too. We did too. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think they were going to let him in the streak. Now I thought it would be something they would build up for maybe WrestleMania next year. Yeah, but I really enjoyed the match. Well, that, it's, it seems like the 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 going rate, especially if rumor is Charlotte's going to Raw. It uh, which we. By the time this airs, you probably know this or not, but we the shakeup hasn't happened yet as we're recording this. So, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I can see them building for the Charlotte Ronda yeah. next year, which is, which to me, that should, to me, that's the main event that closes out the yeah, show, absolutely. WrestleMania 35. That's the main event for the title. And then I guess Ronda wins or whatever, however they want to do it. But Charlotte has to be the heel, Ronda the face. That's perfect. That's, to me, that's, to me, that was more appealing than, than Oscar versus Ronda. Or, right. It's just in my opinion, just because. Well, I think uh, I think they could have did a better job of building up that match. Yeah, I don't think there was much lead up to it, other than the fact that Oscar said, "I'm facing her at Mania." Right. They really didn't do much with it. Yeah, no, so it, it took I mean, about they, a week or two before you realized that she chose right uh, uh, the Charlotte in the first place because she was on Raw, and then all of a sudden she shows up on SmackDown, and then now they're the match is kind of put together. Right, right. So yeah, it's it's a little. Um, it was a little different the way they did it, but I mean, I, it 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 oh, made it sense because I think if she, for sure, if she fought Alexa, she wins the title, yes. right? You know, so it's it kind of makes sense the way they do it. So now she's been been defeated, and yeah, maybe that'll give another way too. Charlotte can show up on Raw and say, you know, hey, all you girls couldn't beat. You know, that's how she could be the heel. You couldn't yeah. beat the, the 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 Oscar, and I did. And you know, there's a, there's ways to do it, obviously. And that, maybe it's too soon to start her heel run now. Maybe. You know, do it towards yeah, the Bible series. A few more months closer to the end of this year, around November. Yeah. But it just, you know, her losing the title at the at the uh, Car- Carmella cashing in, which was a great cash in, and I'm glad they did it the way they did it. And it makes sense that, you know, perfectly makes sense for that to happen. But, um, so, okay, so we picked, last time we picked the best match, we also picked, um, uh, like a favorite moment, and then we picked, a, a like an overall cool to be a part of right. match. Well, so. my, my favorite moment uh, as it kind of ties into the moment and the cool to be a part of, I thought was when Bray Wyatt came out and helped Matt Hardy win. Okay. The Battle right. Royal. I, th- I thought that was that was pretty cool. I didn't expect it. Yeah. I mean, I expected um, something to happen with Bray Wyatt, but I was going more along the lines of him coming out with Braun Strowman. Right. More so as to um, helping uh, Matt Hardy win. So I, I liked that moment. I thought that was pretty cool. All right. And then um, your favorite, like, would that also be a part of that whole match too? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's battle royal is battle royal. I mean, okay. there's not much entertainment going on, entertainment value up to that point. Just the ending of it, I thought was a pretty cool moment. Our um, our um, like favorite thing to just be a part of. I think we all three, me, you, and Steve from um, the uh, positively pro wrestling podcast. Uh, we um we picked that this being a part of the Ronda Rousey match just yeah. to see that live and how well she did. I mean, you being a worker, can you? I mean, she's only had what maybe four months, maybe six months of training, right? I mean, how well, I was impressed. Yeah, wasn't was it amazing? Yeah. Like, but you know, and I've I've said this um uh, to a couple of friends of mine who are in the business, and we you know had conversations about it. That the, the the unique thing about Ronda, she's not just your average celebrity no. that they've brought in to have a match. You know, she's not a Shaquille O'Neal. She's right. not a you know uh, you know whoever. Um, she she actually is a trained fighter. Yeah. You know, in, in UFC, I mean, she would have to literally train six months before she fought. So she's already in the habit of training. So yes, she was new to wrestling and wrestling training, but to have someone who's already disciplined on a level that she's disciplined with she, when it comes to training, uh, it make it a little part. easier to well, progress. Well, she's the shortest I've seen catch on, other than maybe uh, Shamrock and Angle. But Angle actually trained for a year, I think, before he actually uh-huh. had his first match. Yeah, uh, at least and, on and TV. Even Shamrock sh- um, struggled. Yeah, uh, it, when, it took him a while. <laughs> it took him six months before you think, oh wow, he's a wrestler. Yeah, so, yeah. true. Yeah, but it's just uh, wow. I mean, it, it kind of blows my mind. How well she did, and I can I can see her another year in this, and WrestleMania next year being just you know wow blowing mm-hmm. people away. Yeah, they've already she has her the scheduled talent. for the European tours. Uh, yeah, she's scheduled for every. I mean, she's scheduled yeah. for all the. I just I, I'm I'm I wish she would, and I maybe she will, maybe or maybe this is the whole um, you know angle they'll go with with Charlotte versus her. But I I wish she'll wrestle more really full-time like be at the house shows and being yeah. really put them, put them the time and she don't need to be there don't get me wrong because 
she has paid the way in a different way, and I get that. I know why some of the female wrestlers, like I think Sasha, had a problem with her backstage because of this reason. But it's like, but you know, this is what she's done. Like she's made her name somewhere else. You know, yeah. just like your cousin Sasha or your uncle, whatever he is, can just show up and do a concert anywhere he wants because he's paid the way. You right. know, being Snoop Dogg. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's just it's it is what it is. But but honestly, though, unless it, it was just you know trying to hype the match up. I mean, she said that I want to earn my spot. She I want to earn yeah. my dues. I want to I want to show these people that I belong here. Yeah. I don't I don't want them thinking I'm just a celebrity coming in, taking their spot, taking their money. I want to I want them to see that I'm here to work and I'm here to put the work in. So yeah, I, I envision her being on all the shows. Oh yeah, yeah. I would think so. I, it would be cool. I hope so. Um, I hope so. Um, so. Um, before we talk about the, the city of New Orleans, let me uh, quick get a shout out to Color Noble. Go to ColorNobleBrand.com. Use promo code Ringside. You save 10% and you have the Ringside podcast out. P- Color Noble Brand is the best apparel in wrestling industry besides WB Shop. Of course, um, we know that's like the, the mecca of all. But for, for a brand of something you want to be a part of saying, hey, this is me. This is cool. This is happening. ColorNobleBrand.com. Owned by the great Al Snow. Um, and there's so many other wrestlers and, and uh, podcasts and supporters out there that, that are tied to this. So support your local wrestler. ColorNumberBrand.com, promo code RINGSIDE. And the, the most comfortable shirts you can put on. Oh, yeah, very, absolutely. How far? Man, they're so, I mean, every shirt I've, I have from there, I'm like, so wow, soft. these are so comfortable. Um, so, uh, yeah, so they are comfortable. Um, when it comes to New Orleans, so we, as we talked about in the last episode, we got in uh, Friday afternoon, um, we had an issue with the hotel, and I kind of share a little bit with it. I had a, a connection through someone that uh, – but they worked for Marriott, so allowed me to get a special discount uh, there. But I had to have this piece of paper with me. And like a dummy, I had packed everything, everything going every, – the piece of paper was laying on my desk wow. in my computer in the other room. So I'm going, oh, man. So I, I, I forgot the paperwork. So that they're wanting it, and I'm like, I can't check in. So I had to contact – and there's a weird connection of how I still know this person and how I'm connected to this person or whatever. So it was kind of like jumping through hoops to get a hold of this person and to get this discount or get this paper sent to me. And it was taking forever. The fax machine wasn't working. They couldn't email. It was like finally it came through. So that took us like an, I put us an hour, like an hour and 20 hour, minutes hour and a half. behind because we wanted to like take rest because we, I mean, I, we only had a couple hours of sleep and I drove all, 10 hours. Yeah. So that put us behind because we didn't get to go to the superstore as early as we wanted to. We didn't get to do, we would have done a lot more Friday and been a little more comfortable. So by the time we did what we did, we, we, I, we got in the hotel, we changed, um, I don't even know if I changed. I might have just kept what I had on, but uh, we yeah, ended up, we, just, we went up going to the superstore. That was a pretty cool experience. Did you, ever, did you go to the yes, superstore? Yes, we did. We went on Saturday afternoon. Oh, actually, I think you're wearing a shirt from the superstore. Yeah, store. I am. <laughs> uh, no, Nola Euro, the yeah, Rock. The Rock. Uh, so we went to uh, went to the superstore. It was pretty cool. I ran into the uh, WB shot or, or the Undertaker shot guy, the guy from WrestleMania 30. You know, uh, um, um, I think uh, I saw that picture online. Yeah, yeah. I saw a picture. Yeah. Um, uh, Ellis, I, I couldn't think of his name for him. I won't say Elias, uh, but he's you know we took that. He was really down there. It's a really cool guy. Uh, took that picture, cut up with him for a few minutes, and then uh, and then we went to the store and got got around and it just it was like so much. I, I could literally if I if I had a if I had um, I could spend thousands in there. That's how oh, it yeah. was easily. Oh, it was yeah. easy. I mean, I'm easy. just going. I want that. 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 I was I uh, fell in love with all the championship belts. Oh, uh, those belts were amazing. Like, almost, yeah. I was half tempted by the time we were done. I was like, I had to buy one, but. I, I can't think. Of- well, what was bad about that is normally you see them online and you're like, "Oh, those look cool" or whatever, and you get them. Like I have one displayed right here at my house. That's one of those, uh, um, you know, you can get it at, at at Toys R Us, which is a good price for the belt and a good yeah. belt, but it's not as heavy and really nice as the really replica ones. And so I, um, so I sit there and like they let you fill them and touch them and hold them. Mm-hmm. So it's not like that. When you order no. them online, you get them shipped. You really don't know. I you mean, don't yeah, know we, until you get it. But I was like, but then when you touch them, it's like, oh, I oh. might have to get this. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, oh, and you, oh, you can change out the the the, the side plates. I'm like, oh, then I'm looking at side plates, going, what if I I, I got to change them out? Who would I want to change them out with? That's another hundred dollars. And I'm right, I'm like, exactly. now, now I didn't buy any. I, I I was able to stay away from it and not do it. But it was so tempting. But then they, on the other side, they had that collectible with all the autographs and all the pictures and maps and yeah. turnbuckles and that was to me I was almost wanting that more I almost bought a turnbuckle um, but for some reason there was a turnbuckle that was uh, I forget who it was and it was it was a, a good price it was something about like four or five people 
And I was like, ah, oh, but the one that I wanted, one was signed by two people, was um, AJ and Finn. Yeah. I was like, that's the one I want. But it was like double the price. Yeah, what, I think it was like seven. What in the world? Like, yeah. that's signed by four. And, they were, and they're, not, they're not like the Miz. I mean, it was decent players. So it's not like it's, it's, uh, it, was, it was a bunch of jobbers. I'm like, why is that? That's two and that's four autographs. Like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. one was 750. The other one was like four something. Yeah, it didn't make any sense to me. But anyways, it, I wanted to turnbuckle badly. <laughs> But I wasn't about to throw down seven fifty, and it, and then and then there was another one that popped up later. But uh, I saw online so a friend, a, a mutual friend of ours, bought, and um, if that was there, I would have definitely bought that one. But I don't know what they paid, so I didn't ask them. But I'm sure, it, based on the person that signed it, I'm, uh, it might have paid about five hundred bucks or so. But I, I was I was looking at that, and that was tempting to me. But did you look at all those at all? I did. Yeah, it was funny. We were actually talking about uh, during Mania how um, they kept uh, changing the mats. Yeah. After the uh, after each match, and it's like I wonder what they do with those mats. Yeah. Well, I mean, they we noticed that when SmackDown was here in Louisville. Um, yes, we did too. Last year, yeah. how the, how, much, how much they change it, and a couple times they change it is for a couple reasons. One, any kind of blood, any kind of makeup. So like they change it after anybody that wears makeup. So probably changed it after Goldust was in that match because mm-hmm. his makeup I'm sure got on the mat, and then if I noticed. Uh, Oscar, whoever else was make up something blood. I think I think Charlotte had. I think they did change after the Charlotte match because looking at back at it, she had she was cut up and had blood on her. Right. Mm-hmm. So they probably changed it then. But yeah, I think those are the mats that they actually because like I have a um, in my Nuffcena set of the uh, the WWE Two K eighteen. There's a there's a there's a mat from the match where he won the sixteen time championship, and it's a mat from that from that match. So probably like after a match like that or something, maybe even the championship match, they're going to cut it off anyways because Charlotte won at WrestleMania. They're going to cut it up and they're going to yes. put them in cards or do what they do with it. Yeah. I think that's what they do. Um, and of course, the little pieces are always like marketing like a, genius. Like, yeah, they're always like an inch inch big. Right. So with a mat that big, I mean, you're able to, you're you able get to so get many so, pieces out of it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're able to get so many pieces out of it, and you can resell it, market it, whatever. It's it's a great deal. So they. Changing the match as many times as they do, it makes sense from a marketing standpoint for sure. Right. To I me, think. I just my question would I just wonder if they use them again. Like if there's any that they use and they use them over, or they literally just use them every show and replace them every show. <laughs> I would say that if they use them again, it's it's like in the um, NXT or, but they probably mats those mats probably well they probably cost a lot, but like in, yeah. a, in the WWE's <laughs> world, they probably right. they're probably cheap. You know, right. what I'm saying? they're it's probably, probably no big deal. Um, Turnbuckles too. Actually, last time they were here, and they there was a box, and they had a bunch of them. And I was trying to get the referee to give me one. He's like, I can't. He's like, man, they. I was like, come on, they ain't gonna know one's missing. He goes, no, they will. <laughs> I was like, what? He goes, no, trust me, they will. And I'm thinking, oh, you're teasing me, but I have a feeling with the way the way Vince is micromanaged and all that stuff, they probably do have a count for every turnbuckle. I'm sure they inventory everything that goes in and goes out, <clears throat> which is smart. I mean, that, that's how you run a business. Is why they're so successful. WCW didn't do it. They'd be like, yeah, you want ten of them? Here you go. Right. Oh, where'd all the turnbuckles go? I don't know. You know, so what are new ones? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> um. So what time did you? What did you get down there? We actually got down there around seven o'clock Friday oh, night. Okay. Okay. Checked in our hotel. We didn't have any problems at our hotel. Knock on wood. Yeah. Um. We didn't stay actually in New Orleans. We stayed just across the bridge and yeah. uh, West Harvey. Um, it was like six minutes from downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually parked and used Uber all weekend. Yeah, <laughs> we were going to fight the traffic downtown, and so um, that's. And once we got downtown, we got something to eat Friday night. Um, and then we walked up and down Bourbon Street, um, experienced Bourbon <clears throat> Street. Um, that's pretty much all we did Friday night. Um, we did most of our our WrestleMania weekend stuff on Saturday. Yeah, um, we did Access. We did the Superstore. Um, we did all that on Saturday. So when you went to Access, who was did you get? Did you see anybody as far as like in line for pictures, autographs, anything like that? Yeah, my wife is a huge Zack Ryder fan, so um, I got the pleasure of standing in line to meet Zack Ryder. That was a that was a treat. Well, um, we know it. Now I tell you what, though, uh, class act guy, really he was. Um, literally, the only reason we paid to get into Access is so she can meet Zack Ryder. That's the only reason she wanted to meet him. So you know. I'm the kind of guy who likes to give my wife what she wants. So um, we got the tickets, went down there. We stood in line. We got, and I told him, I was like, look, man, you're the only reason we bought these tickets. She wanted to meet you. That's why we were here. So he got up, took a picture with her and everything. It was oh, super wow. cool. Super that's, cool. That's cool. Super cool. Usually they just kind of sit behind their desk and they smile at you and right. you know give you the thumbs up. But he actually got up and took a picture with her and stuff. So it was, it was super cool. Oh, okay. Well, well, I mean, he's probably – I mean, no, no offense to Zach Ryder, but – 
it's probably the first person that ever said, "Hey, we purposely came to Access just to meet you." Right. You know, I mean, he doesn't. You know, he's not. He doesn't get that. Cena or whoever else would get that, but right. he wouldn't get that. So, yeah. And on the yeah. flip side, you think they probably hear it all the time, so it's probably kind of numb to it. So, but yeah, right. he was he was super cool. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. I mean, he's he seems like a, a down to earth cool guy, but um, and I don't, and we were I think we joked joked about this before we started recording that I don't know how he gets the hottest chicks. Like I don't get it. <laughs> right. Like he's <laughs> it's, it's one after another. I, I don't I, who was he with before? Uh, before Emma. no, before Emma. Who was he with before Emma? Somebody else. I can't remember. But she was super hot. It was a, it was a diva. It was like what? The, like how does he get these chicks? Uh, anyway, it's, it's one after another. Um, right. Hopefully, he, hopefully he's keep, hopefully he keeps the Chelsea Green one. Yeah. I mean, that, even all of them has been like a good catch. But I think he's I think he's got to set up this one pretty. You know, this Perfect. is pretty nice. Yes. I don't I don't know if he can. I guess well, I don't know. If Nikki's available now, but right. but, I, but she's my soulmate. So I don't know what everybody's talking about. Right. I mean, you know. Anyways. Uh, um, Tom Ziegler's probably in front of you, but yeah, probably, <laughs> probably, good old Nick. Um, so, all right. So now Friday night we went to the uh, Lucha Impact Show, and you messaged me because you were going to come right. in. Who are? Um, which you were there with? Uh, who are you were there with? You and your wife? Yeah, and, me and my wife and uh, um, Haley Shadows. She's another worker. Yeah. Um, her and her girlfriend were with us as well. So yeah, and and I um, that would have been cool. I told I was telling him I was like, man, if I known because uh, we were going to that Nash party afterwards, and I I, I was. I thought you were with a big ticket, actually. So I was trying to call Big Ticket to be like, "Hey, where y'all at? Y'all on Bourbon? Let's meet up." And I, I should have just messaged you directly. Yeah, you should have. I'd have definitely been there. And uh, we could have, you know, you could have come and hung out, and then we would have hung up with her and all that. But she was just on SmackDown recently. Um, Haley Shadow, so a uh, big shout out to her. That's pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, so that was. Um, yeah, she gave Tamina all she could handle. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so. Uh, now, was you just at Bourbon all Friday night? Did you just go? Because you were on Bourbon. You came yeah. over to the show. Y'all, y'all couldn't make it in. Because, right. And, and by the time you got there, I even was kind of like, dude, the show's like half over. Exactly. And they were still wanting to charge full price. Like, so it was like, kind come of on, man. I mean, and, I, and the price included like the WrestleCon and stuff, too. And it was all over. So right. like, I was surprised they were still charging. But it is what it is. But actually, we uh, ended up making our way back down. And we actually went into the Coyote Ugly Bar. Yeah. I don't know if you guys made it to that while you No, were we didn't do that. But I actually it didn't know. It was just that. off of Bourbon Street. And that was uh, I didn't know it was there. I would have made. I would have oh, yeah. been there. I would have went there. Been oh cool. yeah, that, that was pretty fun. And then we ended up making our way back down to Bourbon Street and ran into some other workers. We actually ran into a, a bunch of the uh, divas and former divas on Bourbon Street. Okay. Uh, we ran into um, Lisa Marie. We yep. ran into um, Ch- um, Christy Hemme, um, Rosa Menendez. So there was a bunch I'm sure of Rebel was there group. too. Because Rebel was, Rebel was with them. Yeah, yeah, Rebel was with them. Tori Wilson was with them. <laughs> a huge group. ODB. She actually took a picture of my wife. Took a shot with my wife. Super see, cool. All, all, when we got to the Nash party, uh, Lisa and uh, Rebel and Lodge Burke was with them, and then um, I think ODB was there too. But she left. All they all left together. Yeah. Right when we were pretty much going in. When they left y'all's party, is probably when we ran into because we ran so, into them they, on Bourbon Street. They were on Bourbon. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Because mm-hmm. we because we walked right past them and we saw, saw Rebel. We talked to them later lisa and, and rebel was like what and they um they told us why they had to get out of there uh, but uh that's off the record i'll tell right. you about but uh but anyways uh so we because he we both are friends with rebel uh he knows her way more than i do i've just recently kind of became friends with her recently but although she did give my daughter um some cotton little bag of cotton candy so um that's pretty cool i gave it to her when we got back but anyways um so it's um uh, it's actually uh uh, pretty cool, like you know, see all these people and everybody's just walking. It was it was neat to even when I was on the in that party, I went up on the on the balcony mm-hmm. and I looked down the, down the street and I saw uh, a couple other like indie wrestlers. I was like, oh man, they're workers. And I can't even think of their names now, but I recognized them like from the local area. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people down, there, a lot of workers down there, and I guess they probably. Being that it's in New Orleans, people a lot of people went because of that reason because right. it's a party party area and you can have a good time. Um, but yeah, so uh, Friday night, I don't know how how was your bourbon experience? Was it like you know the next morning you you regretted it kind of deal or because <laughs> we actually did not uh, get that and we didn't indulge that much. We we had a good time. Um, we both had a couple drinks. Yeah. Um, my wife ended up having uh, two grenades. And that made her night. She was good for the rest of the night. Okay. I don't know if you had. Did y'all did y'all do the grenade experience? <clears throat> no. So what what happened with us? The party we was at was unlimited drinks. Oh wow, yeah. So, but then the party because the the because of the I guess fire marshal code or whatever uh-huh. it had to get moved to the next door. Uh-huh. So we next door. We finished the party there. Everything's good. But then there's shots that happen. Mm-hmm. And I already had some stuff, <laughs> and then 
I took shots, and I should have just took one or two, which right. and it was like seven shots. Yeah. So oh, wow. by the time I got walked back to the hotel, I, mean, I was feeling really good, and I started feeling better and better and better as I kept going on. By the time we got back to the hotel, which was about a mile and a half away, about a mile and a half. By the time we got back to the hotel, I was ready to crash. The problem was I was planning on getting up at what nine o'clock the next, hmm. nine or ten o'clock the next yeah, day, we going to WrestleCon. I think we hit nine o'clock. Yeah, going to WrestleCon, I was going to meet Steve Austin, do that picture thing. All this stuff I had planned. I had my, had my stuff to get signed by Bret Hart, Edge. I had all this, like right. I had all, you know. Well, come 9 o'clock, I woke up. <laughs> but I didn't, it didn't last very long. <laughs> right. I went right back to sleep. It didn't stay up very long. <clears throat> so right. I was like, oh, man, I, I didn't plan this out very well. <laughs> and, and it was a shot. I, I had everything planned. Like I was fine until those shots. Until and, shots. And it, just, it happens. But see, yeah, we didn't get that much. But I don't know what they put in those grenades, but whatever it is. It's pretty nice because, like, my wife's been drinking for a long time and, like, two of those and she was good. She was yeah. good for us night. She was walking down the middle of Bourbon Street screaming to everybody that she was drunk. <laughs> so, besides that, we, we, the next day, though, we woke well, up. Well, she did, was good. But did you – being in New Orleans, though, because something we got to talk about was cool. Did you get any beads yes. from Bourbon Street? Okay, all right. Yes. As long as you get beads from Bourbon yes. Street. We we wasn't getting them at first, and then finally we found some. Yeah. And we're like, yes, we got beads from Bourbon Street. So right. exactly. now, now, the next day, though, because of me being hungover, a cool experience happened uh, to me, which I'll share in a minute. But I uh, – so then – he gets up and he 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 showers or whatever, and I'm trying to drink water, and then I end up kind of uh, <laughs> just yeah letting that that didn't last very long in my body. And then I was like, I'm going back to sleep. My head's hurting. I took some ibuprofen and went went back to bed. About a, about a half an hour later, I think he says, "Man, I, I think I'm going to go ahead." I was like, "Dude, go on. I don't want to ruin your WrestleCon. You go have a good have time. I'll, I'll meet up with you later." Well, that, I end up it was like one o'clock by the time I started to really got up, showered, everything, head that way. But it actually was cool because if I was in WrestleCon, this wouldn't have happened. So I was like leaving or heading, and I see this. I'm about a block away from where WrestleCon was, and uh, I see this big old like two two huge bus thing, kind of like a parade going on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's cool, I guess. And to me, I'm thinking this happens all the time in New Orleans. Like that's what I've heard. Right. I got relatives and friends down there, so I thought, ah, yeah, I'm sure this is a normal thing. And and I hear see these guys that work at this restaurant step out and go, look at that. Oh, that's cool. That's funny. There, there's a lot of people. It goes, man, there's a lot of people in town this 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 weekend. And I guess they're doing a parade because of it. So I get closer to it and I walk over, and it stops in front of this huge hotel, which is across from the hotel where WrestleCon was. And then I'm looking. I look. I'm looking, and I see the crowd getting start to run towards you. I'm going, "What is going on?" And I look up. Here comes. I'll see in the front of front of the the front of the uh, parade, the bus. This guy in a green shirt, green hat, green wristbands. I'm like, "That's John Cena." Oh, like I know it's John Cena. I mean, I can. I clearly can see him at the you moment. You can see. Yeah. Wow. So I, I I I like took off running, darting towards you. I'm like, is you know. So I get up there and I push to the crowd. And he's throwing beads. And I'm like. Oh crap! I gotta catch. I gotta catch some beads from John Cena. Right. Like I gotta, and, I'm, and the whole time I'm thinking of man, my daughter. I'm gonna bring her some beads from John. Cena. This is gonna be amazing. So, he, so I'm videoing it first, and he's throwing beads, and and it, they land in front of me. And I missed it, but I'm like, I gotta put my camera down. I got my phone or whatever. I gotta. So then he turns, he throws it on the other side, and then next thing you know, he throws two more, and or he throws a handful, but two come my way, and I end up grabbing. I end up grabbing. Um, one of them, the other one drops, and I literally, like, this girl was trying to grab it, but she already had a couple of beads on I was like, no, nah, give me that. So I kind of pulled it out of her hand, but, you know, it is what it is. So I, I so I was like, man, I just caught two beads from John Cena. This is pretty cool. Like, this is this is awesome. So I'm trying to – he's taking pictures, and he, people are asking for autographs. I didn't care for all that. I mean, we, we've got plenty of stuff signed by him. I was just trying to – trying to video getting picture for to send to my daughter and uh but he was but of course by the time i guess it was like a make a wish thing so he was pretty much done and he was exiting out mm-hmm. and he's he like i don't know how it happened but he just disappeared he went and he popped right into this big this limo so this limo must have pulled up and he like somehow got in it without any crap anybody like crowding him and got in and they drove off um and uh but it was it was pretty cool to see that and if i was at the WrestleCon, i wouldn't experience you would have missed it yeah and then, uh, and then what was cool about it, on my way in, I saw the Spirit, uh, spirit Squad, uh, Mickey and, um, and uh, Kenny, took yeah. a picture. They took a selfie with me, although they were charging people for pictures inside, but yeah. I got it for free. Uh, go in, and then as I'm going, trying to get to the, to the th- fifth floor, where, was it the fifth floor? Yeah, was that? Fifth floor. David Arquette comes walking around the corner. Oh, I think I saw your picture. On yeah, the and yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I walk up and I say, man, can I get a picture with you? He's like, yeah, sure. So I go to take a picture, and then Matt Stryker is standing right there, and I took a selfie with him. And then Matt goes, oh, I would have took the picture for you. And I'm like, 
<laughs> well, can I get a picture with you? <laughs> He's like, yeah. So then I take a picture with Matt and uh, told him because he called the. Uh, the the show the night before yeah, I said too. I said I didn't get to hear the commentary I was at the show but I'm sure you you it was better than Josh Matthews because oh, I'm always better than Josh Matthews I was like exactly and so then it was kind of funny um, and then he he was trying to talk with uh, him and Arquette where I guess we're going to go have lunch or something and a bunch of other people were in their entourage and I, they looked like workers but I didn't recognize mm-hmm. them so I didn't like I just let it you be you would never know that it was David Arquette because he kind of blended in with the people in general <laughs> yeah well, he looked because he was in a, crazy a lot of celebrities suit. are good at that yeah. they're good at just blending in but, he, but he had like all this, all this crazy, crazy outfit on or whatever. Like he was definitely set up for New Orleans, which is funny. Was then after we go to WrestleCon, I'm telling him the picture, telling him the story, and I'm you know getting my picture taken with uh, Trish and Lita, and and I see other people that I'm trying to meet with. Some of them already left, and I missed Bret Hart and I missed Edge, but it is what it is. I was kind of looking around and talking to different ones and go up to uh, Collar Nibbles booth and, and chat with them and, th- and tell them thanks for the support, all that kind of stuff, and um, and then um, we go to we go to leave. And as we were to leave, we go to this little store to buy some other like New Orleans souvenirs for some friends or whatnot. whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we're leaving, uh, he goes, he points to me, and David Arquette was <laughs> in there. He walks right in. He's walking in to get buy and drink or something, and like checking out. It was like, look, and I was like, that's that's it. There he is. And I told, him, I was like, go go grab him, go take a picture. He goes, nah. I was like, go oh, do it. That is your chance at WCW champion, you know. But anyways, it is. It was. It was kind of cool though to, to to experience that. So that was kind of a neat uh, day during the day part mm-hmm. uh, to experience. Uh, did you do WrestleCon at all? We didn't. We okay. didn't do WrestleCon. We we did. Um, like I said, we did access that afternoon. Um, and actually, we tried to experience New Orleans, like New Orleans, besides right. wrestling. Because um, Saturday you know, or Friday night, you know, we did the Bourbon Street thing. We ate on Bourbon Street, you know, yada yada yada. But Saturday, we were just trying to find something. So like, we were on our way downtown. We were we were asking our Uber driver, we're like, if we were here for wrestling, there was no WrestleMania, we were just in New Orleans visiting, where would we eat at? And he gave us the idea of this place. It was called the Ugly Something Saloon. I can't even remember the name of it. Ugly Dog? Ugly Dog Saloon. That's where we ate. Yeah, we ate there Friday night. Oh, we ate there Saturday. That was some good barbecue. It was good, yes. yes. Oh, my gosh, that was good. Yes, we ate there Friday night before the the, the Lucha show. That's where we ate. Well, we ate ate there Saturday afternoon. Man, Man, that was some good food. That was was so good. So we walk in. We walk into the person, you know, taking the the check. She's like, like, what are y'all here to eat? It's like, yeah, we're going to go to a show. We literally had, like, less than an hour to get to the show. So Mm -hmm. we're like, now, I didn't realize that we could. Got there early and met a bunch of people. Or yeah, we, had done we, that. we got there right at the end before they. There was still a couple of people out there under the tent. Mm-hmm. But which other, I met, I got a picture with Scott Steiner. Other than that, most yeah. of them were already back inside and everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah, so we, I didn't realize you could do that, but we would have we would have made. Well, once again, our whole day was kind of shifted when the, mm-hmm. with the hotel issue. But and by the way, shout out to the, whole, the hotel was great. It was me. I was the idiot that forgot the paperwork. So the hotel <laughs> wasn't wasn't not let me have the room or nothing. It was just I forgot the paperwork. But anyways, uh, so we. Um, we get uh, we yeah we go eat there and the, the waitress is like we said like, okay she said the food's good the drinks are better and then she says something about the but the and the party's even better or something something about the place is even better like it, it you know, whatever it was like all right well I drinks I'm not I was like I, I said, well I'm gonna have the party I'm going to the night's unlimited drinks so I'm good with that but I definitely want some food so we or we I, I forget what I had I don't remember now but some it was of, just it was amazing it was some kind of chicken barbecue yeah. pulled pork I don't know like it was pork, the bomb chicken thing oh yeah. Yeah, but, I think I was like the charred ends barbecue or something like that. It was really. Good. I, I don't know. It was amazing. Yeah. It was. It was so good. I, I, honestly, I wanted to go back there again, mm-hmm. but we made it. We made a. We made a commitment. We said we're not going to eat anything we can eat anywhere else, and we want to. Tr- That's all we wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. And everywhere we go, we wanted to. We wanted to try something different each time. Yeah. The only time we ate something, and we'll, we'll get to this, was we that was normal we can get here was we did have to eat Domino's pizza late on Monday night after after all because yeah. there was. There was nothing else really open. Like every, everything we were tired. We've been walking. We wow. wore out. We wanted because uh, it was a Monday night. Right. So there was, was a there was a pizza place on Bourbon Street that we ate at. Um, but see, yeah, Saturday night after we got the well, we looked so. we, we looked for a couple of people. We wanted yeah. pizza, and the pizza places that we saw that were open were that far, but another mile or so away. We just walked from the from you know the Smoothie King Center another yeah. two miles or whatever it was. So we're like, we don't want to walk anywhere. So right. they delivered. So he's like, let's just get a pizza. Deli- let's just do it. Right. Um, I felt bad because the next day we, we left. That was the day we left back. We left whatever left pizza back in the fridge. And I hate wasting food, but I'm not going to put it in the car. Plus, we knew we were going to stop and eat somewhere in Alabama. So we're like, right. no. But um, 
But that was so it, it, uh, it, that ugly dog saloon. That was oh man, oh, that, that was, was so awesome. Good. That and, was we, so good. and our hotel was like a block away from it, so like we could really eat there every day, every every time. The only thing that we didn't get to do that I was really hoping we got to do, I wanted to take a swamp tour. I wanted to get on one of them boats. Go up and get an alligator, smack an alligator in its head, stuff like that. But we didn't get to do that. I really wanted to do that. And we actually tried to do it Saturday night. But when we got to the tourist place right there at the end of Bourbon Street where they set up the different tours and stuff, the last boat ride had already left for the day. It was like 6 p.m. And oh, we wow. got there. It was like 6.03. And she's like, you literally just missed the last one for the day. Oh, wow. So, well, I didn't even think about doing that because I wanted to see, like, I wanted to do something like that. But I also wanted to do the um, uh, the grave site scene and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I figured we, if we did anything, it would be it'd be Monday and we kind of did a little bit but yeah. we'll get to that in a minute but uh, but so we did access Saturday night and uh, we talked about this a little bit before but the one thing a problem with, with me and access is the fact that um, we were standing in line to meet Paige and get our picture taken with Paige because mm-hmm. and by the when we got up to when we got up to it they sw- swapped her out for the rev- revival mm-hmm. and it's like I don't mind getting p- pictures taken with them, and that was cool, and I did it. But it was like, dude, like we we would have we would have never you. been in the line right. for Paige if no. we knew if we knew she was going to end right at eight o'clock, or or they should have come to a certain point and said, "You're the last one to cut off," and then tell us and give us time to like make a decision to leave because we could have been in the elimination chamber thing in line, even though Jenner Mahal was there. But when Jenner Mahal left, it was Rusev, yeah. right? So it been, we would either way we would have been fine. I would have took it with Jenner Mahal. I wouldn't care. It's, right. it's, it's, it's inside the uh, elimination chamber, chamber. Yeah. and then if we. We score and get Rusev, because by the time it would have worked out, we would have got Rusev. It probably would have right. been Rusev by then. But that line would have been worth more worth it. But of course, we're going to choose Paige over them, right? So it's kind of it kind of sucked. And then the other autograph lines, we were like thought about it. We were like, you know, I just don't want to stand. I'm, I wanna... We didn't stand in line for anybody else other than Zach Ryder. That's the only one we the stood only in line one for. We probably could have got through and had no problem. With, uh, I think next Seamus, wasn't it? Uh, well, besides besides uh, Medusa, I think they had Medusa yeah. right next to the or I'm sorry, a Blaze. Blaze. Yeah, they had her right next to Paige where they were taking the pictures. At. Mm-hmm. Then you had Seamus. I think it was on the opposite side. We also had Nor oh, uh, Molly Holly was yes. over there too, so you could have oh, got her oh, pretty. Cool. You could have got her pretty fat. But now the NXT had matches going on. I'm sure they did when y'all were yeah, there too. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. What was cool about that is while we're walking, all of a sudden we hear dun 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 dun. So Kurt Angle comes out. Which right. I, uh, sorry guys, I know you heard this last week, but he comes out. So we got to go over here and him do a question and answer thing. So that was pretty cool. When, when we were there with Stephanie McMahon, Stephanie oh really? McMahon came out. So oh, that was that pretty cool. Nice. That was kind of cool. Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah. I would have probably uh, drooled a little bit. But anyways, but um, it was funny. We were sitting there because they had the restrooms kind of like right by the setup for the NXT and stuff. Yeah. And we had actually walked over to the restrooms. And when we were walking over there, coming out from behind the, the stage there was uh, Fandango, Fandango and uh, Tyler Breeze. Oh, nice. And they were pretty cool. We shook their hand and talked to them for a minute. And that was pretty cool. So. That, that, did you go to all the little exhibits and do like the, the Raw and the WCW sign and all that kind of stuff too? We did a lot of them. Yeah. We, we didn't get to all of them, but that's mainly what we did was the interactive stuff. There's one, right. Clint, there's one I forgot we, we were going to see, and for some reason we got sidetracked, I think, when we did The Undertaker and we went the wrong direction. We forgot to do the New Day's uh, the new day uh, yes, big, yeah. big old yeah. video series or whatever. I, I we forgot to do that it one. It was right next it was, it was right. It was right over there. We were going. To, we said, "Let's do the Undertaker thing, and then we'll go over there." And we we completely didn't make it. No, we went the other way. Uh, we went the other way and forgot. Forgot right. all about it. Yeah, and see, we went because uh, when we went, it was Saturday afternoon, so it was uh, the one to five session or whatever. Right. So it was the semifinals for the uh, tag team tournament. Right. Gotcha. In NXT. So we went so to we the got, one. Right. We got to watch Insanity, and I and I, I, I enjoyed that. So match. you went to the session before us. Yeah. So when you mm-hmm. left, we that they took a break, and then we were the next session. Gotcha. So that Saturday night. Yeah, because we basically hit all. The exhibit stuff mm-hmm. and did everything there except for like the little new day thing. Other than that, and well, was- and I, I wanted to. I thought it, but the line the line wasn't that bad at first, and then it got bigger. But I was thought about doing the, do the interest music thing. Yeah, we didn't do the interest thing either, all, but it was because yeah, of the line. The line yeah. was stupid crazy. That, that got stupid crazy, right? And it looked pretty cool. And I thought, of course, I was like, I, I don't know who I would do somebody I can mock easily, right? But what was cool about that one was when we walked over by it to kind of check out the line. That's when Rusev was already in the uh, limited chamber, and somebody mm-hmm. came out as Rusev and. And then, of course, the crowd, like, in the in the line was going, Rusev Day. And then his line goes, and then Rusev looks and he's yelling. He's, like, getting <laughs> excited for the person doing doing his entrance. And that was kind of cool to see. Yeah. And you know that person came out, probably saw him and was, like, he was acting just like him and doing a really good thing. Yeah. There was one guy that did The Undertaker very well. He had that tat trench coat. Oh, wow. And he came out and it, like, 
it it was awesome. It it was good. Well, so. I tell you, speaking of that, when we were there, uh, probably the moment for me as a wrestler, uh, the moment for me, just to put it all into perspective as to why we do what we do uh, every day, every weekend, um, every moment that we can, um, that had a guy come out doing John Cena's entrance, mm-hmm. and when he came out, he he didn't have any legs. He mm. had two two prosthetic legs and he's on crutches. And he came out to John Cena's theme song, and his face was all lit up, and he was smiling from ear to ear, and he was struggling to get down the ramp, and he was stopping, and he was it, it was just amazing just to see like. Literally, I'm a grown ass man, and they're coming to tears yeah. watching this this guy do this, and it's like that's why we do what we well, do. Well, and, right and, and you very good point. So when we're standing in line watching Paige, there was this little girl similar to my daughter, age probably you know nine or ten or something like that, eight nine or ten, and she goes up and she you could tell Paige was like her favorite. Mm-hmm. And she's in tears, and then Paige is almost in tears, and they're hugging, and she's like talking to her, and she's doing all this stuff, and. And I'm I'm like watching. I'm not trying to get teary eyed because I'm thinking about my daughter, like how excited she would be right. to meet whoever. And I'm like, man. And you can tell like she spent her time. She didn't rush her. She spent time with her. She she hugged her. She she was like, oh, it's you know. And she got down on her got down like low. Uh, Got down on her knees. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, page and knees. You know, she got down and and she like um, was talking to her. And it really, you can tell she really like probably asked her name, probably even remembers her name later. Just you can see the interaction and, mm-hmm. and that little girl like that right there probably made that whole entire not only that night, but the I bet she'll talk about that more than WrestleMania. Oh, yep. Absolutely. That was absolutely. that moment. And you're right. I, you see uh, I saw other kids, you know, do come around and, you know, and something may have been issue with them and, and that's why Cena is what he what he is. I mean, right. you know, it's, it's 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 amazing to see that and that you're right. That is what they they do. That's why they do it. Yep. And and as much as we want to make fun or pick on or get mad of, or, you know, or hate that scene is going over here or, or this person's going over here or whatever, it's like, yeah, but to that kid, is it? It's more important. That's than their them. hero. That's yeah. their hero, exactly. right? So, um, but um, yeah, man, it, it's uh, so Saturday was was it, and then um, that was you know, of course, we just we kind of chilled that night. I, I could have went to Bourbon Street, but I was like, nah, I'm not. I'm not messing my WrestleMania, right? So, uh, did next- you guys go to the block party? We did a little bit, yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. We did. we did. So, so Sunday we we, we had to, we had to go back to WrestleCon because uh-huh. I, I was meeting Austin. So we had to. Do, I bought the ticket ahead of time. I was like, I'm making sure I'm going to get up and get there. So we met Austin on Sunday. Went back to that. I hung around a little bit. We talked. That's where we talked to Lisa yeah. uh, a little bit. Um, got to meet Tanahashi. Yeah. All in. And then um, did that, is that how was the Stone Cold? Was was that pretty pretty cool? Well, I, he didn't do it. I, did. I, didn't, I it was I, it was quick though. Was I mean, it quick? he did shake my hand. I was like thanks, thanks, and he actually shook my hand a couple times. The line was like, super long. The line was super long, but it went it moved fast. He was very cool, and I think you know I know other people like get to autograph and talk a little more with him. But I didn't do that whole package. I just wanted the picture. I've met him many times. I've got his autograph before. Uh-huh. I just wanted the picture because last every last time I met him. Uh, or last two times, I took a picture of him, not with him. Right. So I just went in the picture with him. So, but it was, you know, it was cool. And I think he probably will. I, if he ever does it again, I'll do it again, just because yeah. it's, it's Steve Austin. Right. You know, the people I feel bad for, and I heard somebody say this before, they feel bad for the people that got their picture taken with Shawn Michaels because he just cut his hair two days before, mm-hmm. and it's like before he did the pictures. So I'm thinking, man, imagine getting the picture with Shawn Michaels and you got short hair, Shawn Michaels, not the right. long hair, <laughs> Shawn Michaels. So, anyways, um, but. Um, yeah, I mean that was the awesome thing was cool. So that Sunday we we you know we planned to get there early, take you know take everything in. We went to the block party. When we got to the block party, they're playing song. You know, the band was doing sounded really good. Playing you know cover band or whatever yeah. they were playing. And then Ric Flair comes out. I said that we saw that too. Yeah. And then, did you all see the Big Show? No, we didn't. The, the Big, big show, show came out before Ric Flair did. Oh, so we missed yeah, the Big must, Show. Yeah. We must just missed him because yep. Ric Flair. We went there even maybe one or two minutes, and he yeah. was coming. And I was like, and I was, I was, it was funny as I was getting ready to snap, uh, you know, with the, the show. I'm like, here's what's going on. And then as soon as I started, I get Ric Flair. So it was like perfect time to start recording the video. <laughs> right. And um, yeah, he was, you know, of course he was, now the one thing I will say though, is I've seen Ric Flair many times in person and uh, he, this is the worst I've ever seen him look. Right. Although he looked good for what he's gone through. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But you can definitely see that he's, it's we're not caught up to him and he's, he's, he's rough right now what he's gone through. But for, for just what he, you know, uh, I guess, um, surprise, or, um, what do you call it? Um, um, conquering death recently. Right. He looked pretty, he looked pretty good for that. Yeah. But that was pretty cool. And then we pretty much was like, we were going to ask, let's just go on in. Um, uh, but here's my, here's my 
opinion of, of the, and I talked about this last week. Don't you think for an arena that big, isn't the foyer con- concourse area like the smallest crap? Oh, absolutely. Even the Yum Center is bigger than that. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, it reminds ridiculous. me a lot of Broadbent Arena. Like mm-hmm. we were going yeah, through. Broadbent Arena. Right. Rubber made a local little arena here in here in Louisville, Kentucky. It, right, it's like you couldn't move anywhere. It's like they tried so much to make more room for seats, they just cut everything else. But out. but yeah. even the Smoothie King Center, we were yeah. there the night before or the night yeah. after. The Smoothie King Center is is it's big compared to that, right? Like it, I mean, you could move just and, there, and of course I know there's not as many people. Don't get me wrong, but I promise you, if they fit, if that many people was in the concourse at the same time, they would have been fine in the Smoothie King Center. Right. That's how small that place. It was blew my mind. And I'm you and know, you guys were on the bottom, so you guys didn't. Have to experience the ramp going up. No. Literally, the ramp going up was probably ten feet wide. So I mean, it's not even enough for like a two lane road. Like this was. Little, and they do football games all the I time. Know. They pack out. And too. it was literally nothing but concrete. It was str- it was just all the way up to the top. It was if you were claustrophobic, you could not walk to the top of that. Oh, street. it was and, and and it sucked. Like I wanted to get our get our get our get our um, drink because I knew I was going. I wanted a uh, souvenir cup or whatever. I wanted to get a drink, and that was it. Like I didn't mm-hmm. even want to. I I was. Because I wanted the chair, and I was looking at the merchandise stuff, and I was like, I, you know, I don't even want to. I'm even going to look at the merchandise. I just want to go. I just right. want to get to our seats. Let's, let's go that was actually, you got a little room to relax because claustrophobic from all the people right there. Oh yeah, but even but see, I was even pissed off at the chairs because I thought they put the chairs way too close. Yeah, yeah they, they were they, close. They, they they were little bitty hard little chairs, and or, or the way they had them set up, I thought they put those too close too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this is this is way this should be spread out a little more. Yeah. And I get it. I, I understand why they the, the risers and I get that, but it's just yeah that 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 was the only experience that I thought was terrible besides um you know the stuff I did my own on the <laughs> on the Bourbon Street and whatever but that that experience right that was the only thing I just, just but now that didn't take away from the show though I still was able to enjoy the show and all that and it doesn't make my experience it's just surprising to it's see surprising and especially the amount of money that they would put into that building yeah and it's, so it's almost, and I'm wondering how, now how old is that building? And they could, they could easily fix that. I'm sure right. they can. You know, uh, maybe not. Maybe they have to do build build a brand new stadium. I don't know. But I'm used to Lucas Oil because that's right. where my football team plays. So going to the game, you have plenty of room. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm used to that. Yeah, you know. Of course, that is a state of art state of art stadium. It's pretty so. nice stadium. It's it's an amazing stadium. It's great. What's your stadium? Anyways. I couldn't tell you. I haven't been there yet. <laughs> All right. So, um, anyways, man, that, that's that's kind of that in a nutshell. And, and of course, um, afterwards it was kind of rainy a little bit leaving there, and it was kind of it was a long walk leaving there. We went back to the hotel, recorded the episode that you heard last week, and it was a good time. And then um, and then Monday, I got to experience a little bit of the. Did you drive back Monday? I guess we did. We drove back Monday morning. Yeah. I, I wish we would have planned it to stay for for raw well, the next we, night. We wasn't going like. We 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 wasn't original plan when we first set it up. We were like, hey, we're gonna go, we're gonna do raw, we're gonna do SmackDown, we're gonna do all this. Well, then as we get to talking, we go, no, we'll just go. Maybe we'll do raw. We'll we'll hold it off. We'll mm-hmm. see. We'll get our ticket later. And then we were gonna go with some other people. Were gonna go with us, and it was like they got to come back by Tuesday morning to go to work. All right, so we're we're leaving Monday morning. Right. Well, then when that didn't work out, we're like, all right, dude, we gotta go to raw after Mania. We've right. got to like right. we've got to do it. So we decided we 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 looked up from tickets and they were kind of expensive and I was like oh, we'll just wait. So I waited a little bit about a week before we finally got some decent seats for a good price. And then I was like let's see if I can add it out to the hotel because that was the scary part. I was able to perfect oh, perfect yeah. worked out. So we added the night. Everything worked out there. Um, glad we went to Raw Tremania. I don't know if you saw my post, but and Clint can back me up. He's on the mic now. I literally when uh, when um, uh, what's his name uh, Elias, Elias was out there singing, and he said something about you bunch of scumbags, and I started the chant, "We are scumbags." You started. I that, started man. that, that chant. Awesome. Yeah. That, dude, it was it was so. cool. You heard it clear as day on yeah. TV too. Well, well, of course, my section started, and they were like going along, and then it just kept picking up, and I'm like. Oh, just started this shit. This is so crazy. And the funny part about that is I always DVR. I never watch it live because I yeah. hate freaking commercials. So I always DVR. And I saw your post. Yeah. And I immediately went on and started watching it to try to see it. And then I was like, oh, that is awesome. Yeah, so that was pretty cool because I'm, now I'm like, man, not only is it is it the cool chant to start on TV, but it's the Raw After Mania. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, well, you know what? You know what a chant. But I was, uh, you know, Jeremy on the show was messing with me on Twitter going, you didn't start that chant. I saw it was this guy or whatever. I'm like, dude, Clint's right here. Yeah, right. He was there. He knows I started that chant. Right. And uh, so I was like, hey, I got somebody to back me up for sure. But, um, 
But no, it was pretty cool, and that was and Raw After Mania was a good experience, and I, I enjoyed that, and I it was kind of neat. Uh, which after the cameras went off, I don't know if you've seen this online or anything, but Seth and Jeff Hardy and, and Finn. Finn Balor like, well, all right, the party's over, get all your beach balls out, let's go, and they right through the beach balls, and yeah. we had like a beach ball party. It was kind of it was kind of cool because I know they always do something crazy after that, and I guess that people were trying to do beach balls during the show, right. and they kept getting taken yeah, away. They were, so, they were a little bit on them better there than they were at uh, Mania itself. Well, yeah, because well, Mania itself were um, it just the beach balls came out during that match, but the beach balls when they came out during Brawl after Mania, there there was a lot of good show going on, yeah. but I think people just wanted to play, they just wanted to throw beach balls around, so right. which was a band, which was a band topic. You couldn't take beach balls in any of those shows, so that's why it says I was like, you bunch of rule breakers, let's get out the beach balls, you know. So it was kind of who's got who's got them, and all of a sudden they just came out of nowhere. It's like, oh, okay, so. Yeah, more people had them and was, and was holding them. <laughs> right. yeah. It's like here, here locally, like for Derby, you know, people come up with their different tricks to sneak alcohol into Derby. Right. These people are trying to sneak beach balls well, into honestly, wrestling. It was. It would have been very easy. It's very easy to sneak in a beach ball. You right. had to, have one in a plastic folded up in your back pocket. They right. didn't check. I mean, they right. they wand yeah, you or you went did. through it. But I mean, if you're long, if you're if you're if you didn't want go off, which I got wanded, and I think I had a. Um, I had a bunch of stickers because stickers was banned too for the podcast uh-huh. in my pocket, and they didn't they didn't say anything because that could have been anything. It could have right. been well, not a, obviously not metal, but it could have been a beach ball, whatever. Mm-hmm. They didn't they don't care, right? They I don't. mean, you know, it is what it is. I think they just said that to try to keep people from way, but to me, I think it made people bring them more. I think when you say, "Oh, you can't get them in," oh, you all right? We're going to get them in, you right? Know? Well, like um, uh, one of the you talk about the just issues that you dealt with. Um, one of the things that I thought was kind of odd, um, and I'm sure there's you know reasons behind why they did what they did. It would just been nice to know it ahead of time because, like I said, we Ubered everywhere. Yeah. Our hotel was seven miles away, so we Ubered everywhere. So we Ubered downtown to the stadium. They didn't let you bring purses in. And, of course, my wife had her purse with her. You couldn't take bags in. The only thing you could take in was well, a clear, clear bag. They, we, I, we, they did They did announce that ahead of time. So did you, they? Yeah. Where? I don't know. I it was on WB.com. Oh, and they wow. put it on their web. Or if you if you get emails from them, you would have got an email. I think even Ticketmaster, because we about, you know, sent me a message, too, mm-hmm. about what's been. And then he remember he, he like showed me. He like sent me something. You even sent yeah, me something. When was, you got it. I was like, yeah, I got it, too. I saw it. He showed me. Because, I mean, because it said stickers or whatnot. I was like, oh, well, I ain't worried about that. No. Right. And... We, and um, but I was I was actually worried they were gonna not let me bring in our, our my uh, like my, uh, they could have went through my wife's purse like we yeah. weren't trying to bring nothing in it was her purse you know her wallet so what, did they, what did they make her do with it what did they you do? make us put it they made it put everything in her purse in a clear bag oh okay so did you throw the purse away yeah I guess? we just had to throw the purse in the trash can oh good thing it wasn't the coach or right something. <laughs> <laughs> that would have man that would have been crazy so. um so Monday I got to we got to go experience my my. Uh, cousin family friend you know however you want to say it known him for years is like he's like a cousin he uh he took us around the city oh, cool. and got to got to go to grapes some grave sites and stuff and we and it, we probably if i would have planned it a little better we might have done the whole swamp thing that would have been cool but i, I actually kind of forgot about it but i did get to see some grape sites. he took us to a good burger place yeah. outside of the city and he was like our own personal uber because he dropped us off right at the hotel let us go in and change and drop us right off for raw so oh, it was kind of cool, cool. Yeah, so it was, it was neat. And of course, like I said, I, I'm going to go back there just for a no, just a New Orleans. We would like to later, do that too. Later. Me and my wife said on the way home, we'd um, like to go back just to visit when there's nothing going there's on. Nothing going on, yeah. and not even Mardi Gras. Like I, I'm, I'm cool. Experiencing WrestleMania there is enough. Going there with something else, and of course, I'll spend time with family and all that. Right. But I, I'm going to do that eventually. Because like we never even made it to the French Quarter. All weekend, we never made it up there. No, I never. I, officially, yeah. the French Quarter. No, part yeah. of it by Bourbon Street. Right, that's it. But no, like the the. Famous donuts or whatever beignets right, or whatever right. they call them. We didn't. Oh, we, didn't we did make it. go to the yeah, uh, we the cafe the Monte. Monte, yeah, we didn't make. Oh, it up we there. did that. That we was, but that was there. in, the, but that was in the. Um, that was off the Riverwalk, though. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it might have one in the French Quarter, but we did the one in the River Riverwalk, and that was amazing. Like those being. Oh man, that's that was that changed your life yes. right there. You definitely mm-hmm. got to do that next time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, anyways, thanks for listening to the show, guys. As always, you can find us on the podcast avenues, uh, Apple Podcast, Stitcher. Um, Google Play, TuneIn Radio app, anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're there, or just go to ringstoppodcast.com and click on the link. And you can find us all on the social media, the Twitter, the Instagram, and the Facebook at Ringside Podcast. Individually, I'm at Daniel Spencer, and you got uh, at Clint Carroll. Oh, nine. No, it's Clint Carroll one. Yeah, there I even know your own, po- your own know, Twitter. What's right. going on? No, at Clint Carroll one. And Jim, are you on Twitter? I'm not on Twitter. You're on Twitter? No. 
but Instagram but now, and Facebook. Instagram and Facebook. Okay, now you you have some uh, some events coming up. You want to you want to? Yeah, actually, I do. We have a big show coming up on May eighteenth uh, with AWA Supreme. Okay, and it's uh, the name of the show is uh, it's Next Level or Next Event. And uh, now, where's we, this uh, going to be located at? It's going to be in Hanover. Hanover. Um, it's going to be at Southwestern High School in Hanover, Indiana. Okay, I've um, got a bunch of stars coming in for that show. Jason <clears throat> Kincaid's going to be in the main event. Okay, um, for the uh, Supreme Heavyweight Title. Um, and then we've got um, superstar Bill Dundee's going to be there. Oh wow! Okay. Um, uh, I'm facing uh, Brandon Espinoza, uh, okay. SB. Um, he's around here. He's a local guy who's um, been around for a while. And uh, so we got a bunch of talent coming in for that show. Be nice to have everybody come out and see it. Now, now you're going to win, right? Of course. Okay. I'll just I've got sure. Brandon's number. Okay. All right. That's good. That's good. Now, uh, where can they get tickets? Where can they get the event info on this event? Um, you can actually go on Facebook. We have the AWA Supreme website, um, yeah. and we actually have the AWA Supreme fan page um, okay. on, on Facebook. You can get to that. Okay, so just search on Facebook that, and then uh, AWA. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. all right. So, um, how much are the tickets? Ten dollars. Look at that. Ten yeah. bucks. You see all that? Ten dollars. In this day and That's age, good. getting to see Bill Dundee for that price alone is worth it. But yeah. Jason Kincaid, uh, Jason Kincaid was actually in a match at Access yeah. in the Open Invitation Tournament down there. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Okay, so a little, little, and probably a future WB star, maybe. Oh, I'd imagine so. Yeah, yeah he's, absolutely. He's amazing. So go, go check out that show and support JMO and and all that and uh, local wrestling in, in this area. If you're even if you're somewhere within a driving distance, just hey man, come down and check it out. Then come down and check out OVW. Just do the whole thing, man. It, there's a lot of local wrestling in Southern Indiana, Louisville, Kentucky. Even even Indianapolis area too. I mean, there's yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Shows around there. Absolutely, absolutely. Anybody else? I've always told you, man. Always tweet at us if you have shows you want to plug or whatever. Other towns, we'll shout them out and get them out there, retweet them, and all that. More, most uh, we'll definitely do that. So, uh, JMO, thanks for coming on the show, guy. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely, thanks for uh, having me, Clint. You as Thank well. You. I'm having back on the show. And as always, in the meantime, in between time, you can catch us ringside. See ya. <laughs> Respect, cause ain't nobody breaking this redneck.